What is going on, beautiful people? Beautiful people, what is going on? What's going down? Yes, yes, you made it. You made it. You made it to the love cast. This is the love cast. This is the podcast. This is the relationship experience podcast. I will be your host, Mark Anthony, aka DJ Swift. Yay, yay. Um, man, where do we start? So, what are we here in June? The world is still fucked up. It's been that way for a while. And it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. But the question is, what are you going to do about it? All right. Um, And I just want to assure people, um, first of all, don't let anybody. And I know you already do this, but just as a friendly reminder, don't let anybody tell you or make you feel bad because you're not doing what they're doing to help fix a situation, right? Because when it comes down to it, it not one individual will fix the problem, but it does start with that one individual, right? It's all in a state of mind. So you, as that beautiful mind that you have, um, what are some of the thoughts and what are some of the actions? What are some of the vibes that you're giving off? And that will help that will help the situation because um everyone plays a part in this 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 society right and i believe that we can create a new society i believe that we can create new cultures and new subcultures and new communities that will have what it takes in order to advance that particular that particular community right or that sub community or that subculture and so the state of mind is the beginning. So don't don't let anybody think or, or tell you what you think. Right. Um, right now, just a little bit about the black culture as I see it. Um, as a black man, I have um, had f- lots of fears. Right. Um, fears as as we're talking about relationships and dating and whatnot. I've had fears in dating white women um, big time because of the narrative that is is spoken and also the truth that has happened in the past, right? And in the future, uh, in the present. And so those fears are, are, you know, will the family accept me, right? She may accept me, but will the family really truly accept me? Will they talk about uh, behind my back, you know, when it comes to race, you know what I'm saying? Um, am I safe? You know what I'm saying? So really here's the thing. I'm going to be all over the place. I got you. But you have to understand when it really comes down to it, black people are in general as a whole, we're, we are afraid of white people. It's not the other way around. (laughs) We may look mean and bad and, and this, this and that and whatever, but there is a part, there's a one little tiny little part in our, our brain um, or a big part, but in general, there's a little bit of, there's a tiny little thing that says, okay, white people are scary because they'll, history has shown they'll do whatever it takes. Um, and they have conquered so much. Um, and yet it has allowed us to, as black men, not to see ourselves for who we are and what we are. And so we got to get back to that. And once we do that, those fears will diminish, right? 
and I don't say like, like I'm afraid this, this and that. And so I don't, I don't talk to white people or talk to this certain, certain ethnicity or this certain person from this background. Um, it's just kind of one of those things where it's just, it's just unsaid. Right. Um, but I do believe once we, like I said before, and I'll say it again, Yes, I'll say it again. Once we as black men realize who we are and what we are, once you realize that um, those you'll know how to handle those fears, you'll have a strategy for those fears. You'll have a certain way how to navigate through those fears and, and you'll, you'll have an understanding. You'll gain understanding. You'll gain more understanding. You'll gain lots of understanding. You'll gain an obscene amount, uh, an obscene amount of understanding and then you'll gain wisdom and then you'll gain peace. And so when confronted and when interacting with the rest of the world besides yourself, when you when you have to engage other people in the world, you will engage them according to the rules and according to the guidelines and according to the, the structure and the strategy that you have created. And, and you want to make sure that that's bulletproof. So I, as a black man, make sure that these things are bulletproof. So I test them and I test them and I test them and I test them and I test them because really it's all I got when it comes down to it. It's really all that we have. Um, you know, somebody asked Obama um, about, you know, it, they don't understand why black people are in the situation they're into when it comes to financial uh, finance. You know, why there's so many poverty stricken uh, black people. Um, why is there so many people, black people on welfare? Um, and he said something, and I'm going to paraphrase this, but he said, he said this, basically, it's not that we don't have the opportunity because we have the opportunity, but the black man, the black people, that community, that race of people, that ethnicity, and at least in America, um, and really all over the place are, are playing catch up. They're playing catch up. They're playing catch up to um, the law and order, right? All the rules and the laws and stuff that govern this world, which are simply man-made. It was just somebody that had the most power to be able to create it. So really, really doesn't exist. And and as black men, we understand that. And that's sometimes the, the frustration and the anger. It's like, well, who are you? You're just another man putting your hands on me. That's who you are. You're not backed by like something that's actually legal. It's called legal and it's called all these things. But it's like there's so much dirt and there's so much corruption that's being that's being portrayed, that's being uh, uh, given to people that are being pulled over by color. It's ridiculous. It's completely out of hand (laughs) straight up. And so. It's. It's really challenging when we talk about back to the dating, I mean, it, it, it's it's one of those things that we're, we are afraid of, you know, or have like, well, we don't want to like step on nobody's toes. And then it's it's interesting. I remember growing up um, and talk about white privilege. I remember growing up and talking to a few girls at, in my high school that were uh, Filipina and we were, of course, you know, I'm the same, the same shit I'm discussing right now with you is the same shit I'm discussing when I was in high school. I was the same fucking way. You know what I'm saying? I've always, I've, I, that's, this is who I am. And so 
my thing is like I love to become friends with women or at least um, in high school uh, hang out with girls and and, and whatnot because um, it's intriguing. And so one of these these group of girls, they were Filipina, they said that and they all agreed that and I'll make this statement and I'll give you some of the, the context of it. But they were saying that their parents, it was okay for them to date a white man because the white man symbolized success wherever that wherever they're at, whether they were in the Philippines or whether they were um, in America or wherever. It's just they preferred that, you know, because that's what was given to them. And it, it's the the United States and the, and, and the Anglo-Saxon and this this elite group of people have done an amazing job of narrating your your thoughts to believe that the white man is superior, number one, and is a better fit for a spouse. And so for them it was black men are scary because that what that's what was told to them. Don't date them because they're scary. They'll beat you. They'll do this and they'll do that. And da, 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 da. you know, and, and at the time, like I would gather this information. I'm, this is what these parents are telling these fucking kids. And this was in 19 in the nineties. This is when I went to high school. I went to high school in the nineties and it was just like, it was all across the board, all across the board. Um, I mean, let's I mean, I don't know how many Asian students we had, but I mean, we are in Santa Clara. And at the time, there was a huge boom of Asian Asian culture coming in. And we we lived in Santa Clara. And I think that at that particular school, there was a lot of Asians. Um, I think I don't remember, but at least a group of people that I was talking to. And it was just like, man, that's crazy. You know, I'm sitting here going. So I I remember saying like, so like you, none of you girls, three or four, five girls were standing there. I was talking to them at at the school, after school or during school. Maybe we cut school. I don't even know. But it was one of those situations and one of those scenarios. And I said, so you're saying that none of you could date me or none of you could actually bring me home and let your parent know that you're dating me. And they were all said, no, there's no way. There's no way just because the fear of their parents, what their parents have told. And they believe that fucking stupid ass lie. That is the crazy part. That's the the crazy part to me is like, yeah, I hear that black people don't date black people because they're scary or or they they don't have any money. They're not going to make it. They're not going to amount to anything. That's one part. But the other part is that that their parents who in the fuck told their parents that. And why did they believe that? That that's insane. That's crazy. Because I didn't learn I didn't learn that in my family. We don't we don't rock like that at all. At all. We we do not rock like that. And so, but at the same time, where did I get that fear from? Where did I get that fear from of not being not wanting to date or or not date a white girl? You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm going to say it's a lot different because the, the stories are, are very different. So if I'm talking to my grandpa 
and he's telling me stories of his uh, grandparents and parents. You know what I'm saying? If they even associated or looked or smiled or did anything wrong or, or not even at all towards a white woman, they were they were killed. So that's what that, it just, it's just a it's just a few generations away. And and I'm thinking to myself, my goodness, like how in the world do we navigate this? Because being who I am as a Sagittarius coming from um, coming from a family who who sees race, but but doesn't at the same time in terms of they see race, they see the different different ethnicities and yet they can still love them. Right. Because I do believe there is. Uh, I don't have the hatred. Toward, I have hatred towards people that have hatred towards me. I will protect my family. Period. Point blank. Protecting my family. I'll do whatever it takes. Um, at whatever cost to protect my family and the people that I love and the people that I'm responsible for. Um, and so, so during this time, um, I have to continue to understand my strategy is that I'm not at war with white people. I'm at war with this system. This system is more dangerous to get those, those girls, families, parents to get them to believe certain, certain things about black people I'm more concerned about the system then I'm, I'm I'm concerned about the individual because again remember I said it's a state of mind so we we change the state of mind so I'm not at war with everybody I have peace treaties it's all good I'm not at war <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm not at war but I do have to conduct myself also also and so I'm very, I am cautious. I am cautious of who I deal with. That's with anybody though. I don't look at like, okay, well you're white and you're going to do, do me bad in business. I don't really know that. I don't even know. I, I may have those feelings of like, I'm, I'm afraid to date white women. It might be subconscious, but it's like, I still have to say, I don't actually know that you're going to do those things that I'm making up in my mind. Or that have been done in the past to my relatives. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not very far removed. And I remember, actually, now that I'm talking, I remember my mom. And this this was a quick, like, speech. It was like, you know, be, she wanted me. She was, she was afraid, too. She was afraid of me dating a white woman because she, she was, that's how she was raised. She grew up in Wichita, Kansas. And my grandparents grew up in Wichita, Kansas and in Oklahoma. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Arkansas. Arkansas, sorry. And they've and, and they've witnessed these things firsthand. So it's like I did get told, be mindful of that. Because they did we don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're, we it's so crazy how the the media will portray us as criminals. But we're I'm thinking, like, dude, I'm I'm hiding from y'all. I'm protecting myself from y'all in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Because I just don't know. But at the same time, it's like, how do we handle that? 
Well, simple. Simple. I move when it comes to relationships, I move with a strategy, period, because I'm not you're not going to dictate who I date and who I speak to and who who I do business with. I I have a strategy for that because I do believe that humans are beautiful. And I also believe that there are some ugly humans in terms of their actions. And I'm just not down with that. I'm not here for I yes, am I the warrior? Most definitely. I'm also the lover. As a Sagittarius, I'm both mixed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like when it's time to go to war, I go to war. When it's time to love, I love. And we have to begin to change the narrative. We have to begin to change these things and begin to understand these things about ourselves. Because I, what I don't want to do is I don't want to take the scared mentality. I don't want to take that fear of my mother or my grandpa or my grandma and, and take that into to my relationships. What I want to do is I want to say, okay, well, is that still valid? Yes, it's still, racism is still here. So we do have to be careful. You got to be careful of anything because you can date anybody. It doesn't really matter what ethnicity they are and they'll fuck you over. You know what I'm saying? You can date. It doesn't really matter. So you got to look at it like that. You got to look at it like and then you just got to trust. Like, what if you did something different? What if you trust first? And that's a difficult thing. I don't necessarily have that down pat. That is something that I'm working on is trusting first. How do I do that? How do I trust first? How do I be cautious at the same time? You know, um, we went camping this past weekend for the Father's Day weekend. Um, My family, um, immediate family, like my wife and kids and my sister-in-law and her daughter. And um, we were up there. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And... Tamara and I went up a day earlier to go set up and we pulled into the camp where we wanted to go to because that's what I was familiar with. I had been there before and it's a it's a really cool spot. It's really shaded. Um, it's right next to a little riverbank, a uh, little stream, and uh, the kids can go and play in there if they wanted to. We call it Mosquito Land. And there was a two tents there. And it was this gentleman there. His name was Brian. He was there. He was a good-looking guy, you know, older gentleman, but but pretty well put together. And uh, we were talking and talking. He was very talkative, extremely talkative, extremely talkative. Da-da-da-da. And he's like, oh, you guys can stay here, but this, just so you know, this is what we're like. You know, we're, we're kind of loud and kind of rowdy. You know, we're shooting guns and we're drinking and we're smoking and this, this, and that. Um and his sons were there and his girlfriend's sons, girlfriend's sons were going to be there and whatever. Uh, his girlfriend's sons? No, his son's girlfriend. <laughs> he has five boys or five children. Um, and their significant others were going to be there as well. And they were going to be partying and stuff and playing music loud and whatnot, you know. Um, so he's like, I'll show you where to go if you choose not to be here. You're more than welcome to stay. You know what I'm saying? We're pretty cool, pretty friendly. And, and in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, the times that we're in, da, 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 being up in the mountains, you know, I'm, I'm a little 
to be honest, I'm a little afraid, you know? And so I'm like checking it out, feeling it out. You know, I'm like, okay, well, that's cool for the, thank you for the information. We'll look at some other spots just to make sure, because we do have eight people. And I want to make sure that everybody fits and we, and we do have children. So I want to make, I don't want to sit here and, and they're already going to be afraid of the nighttime and, and the animals and, and this and the bears and whatever. So to add guns and loud noise, that's just something I don't want to deal with. And so um, we ended up looking at another spot and then we found the spot. And long story short, we ended up taking that spot and then coming back um, and setting up and everything like that. And then as I was going, because I had to do a trash run. You have to take the trash and pay for the trash area at this uh, convenience store. Um, I actually didn't know how to dispose of my trash. I was like, how do I do this? So I drove and I was just going to just talk to some locals and and figure figure it out up there. And so I drove and then I thought, oh, well, maybe I'll go talk to Brian. So I pull in there and um, I was just going to say, hi, this is Annette. How you doing? Just because I do that because that's my strategy. My strategy is making sure that that one, I know who you are, right? Really, really, really quick. And I can look into your eyes. You can look into my eyes. We can exchange regardless of what happens. We can we know what each other looks like. And we can size guys. We do size each other up. That's what we do, man. I, 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 I'm a lover, but I still do it. In my mind, I still think, OK, could I take this guy? What happens at this and this and that? Okay, what am I gonna do? Da 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 da. da. All the while, all the while, I'm still giving out positive vibes. You know what I'm saying? But all the while, we because we both know what's going on. This is just how guys work. This is just how guys work. We look each other up and down. We size it up. We always have an escape route. That's just what it is. And when I went, we had because we had already set it up. It was like the next day. I think it was like Saturday or something like that or what when was it? Was it Saturday? Or was it Friday? I don't even remember. It was that was crazy. We weren't, we weren't there for that long. Um I think it was Friday. I think it was Friday. Um Yeah, it was Friday. It was Friday because I went the next day to drop off the trash because when I went on Friday, the heat told me that they were closed at seven and it was already, uh, or they, they closed on six on Fridays and then the weekends they closed at seven and they were already closed. So I went to go say what's up. I drove back and he, I had told him like, oh, did you guys end up getting that spot? And I said, well, we got this, we got a spot up the road just right past the, the bridge. And he's like, oh, I know exactly where that's at. So I had left and, and then and then we're at the camp and everything like that. And this card rolls into our camp and it's Brian. So I was like, oh, cool. And he gets out and everything and meets everybody. Um, and he's like, I want to invite you guys to breakfast. And I was like, oh, cool. So that was that we did. Went to breakfast um, and it was really cool getting to, to, uh, to know him. But all the while is what I'm saying is I, I didn't write him off because he was white and because he had a gun and because he's in the wilderness. Right. Those things I'm aware of, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Because da 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 da. Um, 
but he didn't show because you have to understand like when you and because I've spoken to well I, I wouldn't say spoken but I, I have been in close proximity with an actual white supremacist like an actual someone who is actually practicing white supremacy <laughs> Not this like, oh, you know, I make fun of black people and I make jokes and I laugh about it, but I have tons of black friends. Not like that. Like an actual, like, I actually hate, I hate you. Like, I do not like you because you're black, period. That's, that's all they needed. Um, it was in the jail system. And then I've also seen what it feels like and what it looks like for uh, an inmate to, to be a white supremacist and, and to, to be sitting at my table um, randomly. Um, I was doing a conference and that wasn't random, but I was doing a conference and this guy was randomly put at my table, which I was the leader of. And I already knew first I just looked at him and I already knew like he didn't like me, but he dude, he wouldn't even look at me. He wouldn't even like, it was as if I, I didn't exist. I didn't exist. And so I know what that looks like. And that's kind of what I'm looking for now. Like, that's my strategy. That's what I'm, if I'm out in the public, I'm looking for that, you know, because it's not like they're super nice and like, oh, let me befriend you and get you in here and and drag you in and we'll kill you. No, they actually, they, it's the hatred is so deep and so thick and so ingrained that it, it doesn't look anything else except for hate there is no love there's no faking it whatsoever and and so so this is actually a good good story i'm gonna go with this one so and i've told this story actually before but this this is pretty prevalent um we were sitting there and and i and i was like well you know here's what i'm gonna do i'm not going to engage with this guy because there's a part of me that, and I've, I work at this jail at the time and I've never, I never really met him, but it's like, I'm going to not engage with him because I, I'm, I'm not really sure why he's here because he didn't want to be there. So I was, I was already on guard, already on guard with this guy. So we do our workshop all day goes on, all day goes on, all day goes on, all day goes on, blah, blah, blah. And it's my turn now to speak. I think I was one of the last speakers, which sucked because there were so many good speakers that came up and I was so nervous. Um, one, because I've never spoken in front of a group of men in in a jail before. Um, and then I, I knew this guy. I just, dude, it was, a, everybody knew it. Everybody knew it, man. It was so thick. It was crazy. And I'll tell you how they knew it because this is what happened. So I finished with my speech and I've done public speaking. I love public speaking. Um, I do it as much as I can, um, as as often as I can, um, because it, I, I just love it. It's an it's like people that like to do bungee jumping and, and, and speed and jump off airplanes. It's like that same feeling. I get that same rush. 
um, a feeling because you have all these eyes on you and all these eyes are thinking their own thing and it doesn't matter what you say and you just hope that somebody you know catches what you say and somebody changes so after my talk um now mind you understand that i've been working there um, and i don't talk to all the inmates i only talk to a few inmates if that if that there's only a very few i speak to very 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 few i speak to um, and I'm very select in who I speak to, but they're also selected in, 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 into speaking with me. Some of them don't speak speak to me because they, they, they can't. Um, and so so there was a so after my speech, uh, it was lunchtime, so we went to lunch, right? And so um, there's a, a guy that came up to me who a black dude with dreads. and I've seen him before in the jail. Um, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Like, <laughs> here we go. I was just ready for it because usually what happens is a black male to me always comes at me or or, or usually comes at me um, that is from the streets or, or is in a gang or this is that. And they usually are making fun of me because I'm I'm what do they say? I'm a square. Right. Because I'm not thugged out, gangstered out and, and all that other stuff. Um, and I, and, and so I was already on guard with that one. I was already just like, okay, what is, what is he going to do? So he comes up and he's just like, man, I see you here before. And I just thought you were a square. Just like I just said, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see you in this, you know, I, I'm thinking like this fool, he's never been through anything. You know what I'm saying? What, what is he, what has he been through? Right. He's up here. You know what I'm saying? He gets to walk in and out of here. Like, like he's all cool. This is, and that. he's probably had a good old life both his parents and everything all this love and all this stuff and riches and da 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 and a home and da 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 and all this other stuff and i'm just like bruh i've had some of that but not all of it my goodness you know what i'm saying and maybe yes i didn't grow up like you and in the environment that you grew up in you know what i'm saying but everybody has a story and so he was just like man i respect you man i, I have mad respect for you man because it's like you're just you're a different person like you came in here you all quiet and then you just blew up in your speech and like as if you've been doing this for a very long time and I go I have and then another guy behind and, and the, the guy behind him there was a line of people the guy behind him was the dude at the table the skinhead dude he came up to me and talked to me and the first thing I did was in my mind it was crazy I, I in my mind I'm thinking respect but I'm also thinking warrior I'll die but I'm not gonna die just standing there you know what I'm saying like I went there I don't know what's gonna happen like <laughs> you know what I'm saying I have no idea what's gonna anything can happen anything at any point in time right it's probably not gonna happen but there is a chance. So I'm ready. I'm making sure that there was no one behind me. I'm making sure that that I was positioned in the right way. And the second thing I did, that was all in just seconds. And the second thing I did was I smiled with this smile of understanding and peace. And then he talks to me. And he's like missing teeth and stuff like that. He's all tatted up. And he says, he says, brother, now I don't like you. 
because I can't like you. And I don't really want to talk. I don't want to want to do the activities and, and whatnot. Not in, I'm not into that. I didn't say it. I haven't said a word yet. <laughs> I haven't said a word yet. And he goes, but for right now, like, we're cool. We're cool. You know, because I don't necessarily want this lifestyle. But this is just what it is, man. Like, this is, you know, a dog can't be like, you know what? I just want to be a rabbit. Yeah, I'm done with this. I just want to be a rabbit and go change. It's, it's just, it's impossible. And he's like, to understand what this is, it, it it's a, it, it's not just a club. It's not just a club that, that just like, oh, you know, we just hate and we just stay in a little corner. We hate. They try to infiltrate everything, everything. And law enforcement is the, the best, the best place to infiltrate. It's the best place. Any law enforcement whatsoever is the best because you have the power. You have the power to be able to control and you have the backing and those brothers are banned because they're a gang. They're a gang. They're not here for the people. They're here for the for the furtherment and the and law and order of, of the of the government, not for the people. I don't understand how people can still, still believe that. Now, I got friends and family members that are cops and have been cops. But once you put on that suit and that badge, they are not your friend and your family, period. They're bound by something that runs so deep that I'm telling you right now, we have no idea. We have no idea how deep this thing runs. It runs deep. Deep. And so that's what I judge it off of. So when I'm looking at the dude at the campsite, I'm looking for these signs because I'm just like, oh, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Here we go. And he could have been. I don't know, man. I, I, I really I don't know. But. I do know by the end of our conversation and, and the hangout time, he seemed pretty cool. He seemed pretty cool. But it's a trip, though. It, it, it's a trip. And I know this is a relationship podcast and I'd be going all off on different tangents, but this is just where we're at right now. So that's that. All right. Moving along, a couple of things I want to leave you today. Today is Tuesday, tantalizing Titty Tuesday. Um, no, not really. You won't be seeing any any titties today. Lovers, couples, how do you maximize your relationship? Right? How do you? get to a point especially when you've been together for a while right and maybe you're married maybe things are getting boring maybe things are kind of getting stale maybe you're believing the narrative of sex gets boring when you're with somebody for a long time with that same person over and over and over and over and over 
and you buy into these narratives and you believe these things that the system has said over and over and over and over and over you got to you got to think about where is all the information that you know where does it come from Where's all your little like I got to get married and have a two kids a 2.0 for kids and I got to have a house and I got to have a white picket fence Where do you think that all comes from You're tapped into the matrix you you're, you're keyed into the mate you're keyed into the wrong thing <laughs> You can create whatever the hell you want to create Period So when it comes to love and when it comes to being with somebody you get to create and you get to evolve okay so that's the that's the tip of the day right there is evolve with that person whatever that means to you whatever that means evolve for us it means one thing for you it may mean another but that's the key is evolve and understand understand be vulnerable be able to talk about your weaknesses with the strategy of knowing what your strengths are i don't talk to tamara with my weaknesses before i know my strength cuz i was in a slump but i know what to do to get out of that slump and part of that is going to the mountains me going to the mountains me going to the beach those are places where i get my cup filled and when i get my cup filled when i go to those places then i can be powerful another part another system that i use is this podcast is podcasting and djing i use those things to fill my cup up and when i do those things then i get power because i'm just doing my purpose i'm doing doing what i'm supposed to be doing And so how do I evolve with Tamara? How do I evolve? How do I change things up and spice things up? And it's not about spicing things up to keep things interesting. It's I evolved. I have grown. I have changed. My mind has changed. I dude, I do not think like the average person. I know I don't. <laughs> I know that to be true. Dude. I don't uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. That old narrative they be they be talking about on the on the movies and the TV shows and stuff like that. I don't I don't fall in line with none of that bullshit. None of it. You can have that. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm good with that agenda. Uh-uh. No, thank you. No, thank you. I choose and I live by the creation of I'm the creator. I'm the creator. I get to create what I want and how I, it's my state of mind. I get to do that. I choose to think about myself in a way that lifts myself up. I choose and I create as the situations that make me happy. The situations that make me powerful, the situations that get me into certain things that I want to get into. Period. I don't let Netflix and Hulu and YouTube and whatever social media platform, I don't allow those platforms, the the people, the majority, actually the minorities, both 
I don't allow them to dictate my state of mind, my state. I am the mayor. I am the president. (laughs) I am God. In the state of mind, the living man. I am those things. I choose to love. I choose to commit. I choose to have loyalty. I choose the type of relationship that is inclusive, that is is based upon, or not based upon, but is is communicative. That's the style of relationship that I enjoy because I understand certain things of this, this world system that, and I understand the future. And because of those things, that is why I choose inclusion and community for relationship style. Because I understand the reasons why we live in units in family units and I understand why the family unit, mom, dad, 2.5 kids. I understand that because it was marketed. Everything is commerce. Everything from religion all the way to politics and all the way through our law. It's all it's all commerce. It's all it's all an exchange of of money because everything is illegal in America. And so we don't necessarily have freedom. We have we, we have freedom if we X, Y, and Z, because everything is illegal. Everything's illegal. Everything has a statue, stature, whatever, uh, violation, this and this, this and that, everything. It's illegal to walk on the street when looking this and it, there, there's, it's, it gets nuts. There's some places where it's like the law is, there's so many different like, little tiny little quirks and stuff like that there's a state i think i think it's in miami i don't even know where what state it is but you can carry a gun if you have a fucking fishing pole in your damn hand you can in public like that is a a a crazy law now i'm not disagreeing with it or agreeing with it i'm just saying that's the kind of stuff that like like what the heck are we dealing we're dealing with a lot of loopholes we're dealing with a lot of different like things that we just don't understand we need to understand these things so when it comes to relationships my beautiful people (laughs) when it comes to relationships what works for us really is being able to evolve being able to be free in that relationship And not having to fear. And if you do fear, being able to trust that person first. People are afraid. And this is the last thing I'll say. People are afraid to get in relationships for different reasons. People are not, I would say 95%. Maybe 98% of people follow the systematic um, relationship style of monogamy. I just made that number up. Just based upon just the narrative of people, how they speak, how they talk, and how they act. 
right? Whether they're lying, I don't know. But the majority, 100% of the people that I speak to, I don't know. Actually, I don't know any polyamorous people, actually. Well, no, I do know poly, but I mean, of my immediate friends and family, 100% of them are monogamous. They believe, they believe, that's what they believe. They believe in, in, in monogamy, um, in, in that particular narrative, in that particular um, lifestyle. Um, some, and monogamy holds high chances for cheating and infidelity and all that stuff. Um, and yeah, it is what it is. But for Tamara and I, right, the freedom that we have uh, is just a little bit different. It's just a little bit different, right? And so the fear of, of losing Tamara doesn't necessarily sting right now because I'm, that's, I'm not, that's not where I'm at right now. Right now, we're together. And we've committed to each other. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. We, we, we're growing more and more into a friendship. Which is very interesting. The more we grow into this friendship. It, 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 I like it. I really do. I enjoy it. It's fun. It's extremely fun. And a lot of people, so, so what happens is they don't want to open up to people. They don't want to open up to people because the strategies of people, right? So let's say Tamara, you know, Tamara hurts me somehow, right? Let's if that was possible, she hurts me. She divorces me and walks out and she's gone. I'm not, my strategy is not to badmouth her. Because I understand where that's, where does bad mouthing come from for me? In, in my world, it comes from weakness. So therefore, I don't do it. Because it's weak. <laughs> so a lot of people, what they'll do is they just won't open up to people. Even when they're dating, they won't, they won't really open up because they're like, well, I don't know if I'm going to... They all, Everyone always starts at the very end of the relationship, which doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. How do you start a relationship at the very end? You're not really actually in that relationship if you're starting from the end. If you're already thinking about like, what if he breaks up with me and what if she does this and what if he does this and oh my gosh, he's doing this. Does this mean this? Does this mean that? Da, da, da. You have all these different questions and you fail to talk to the very person that you need to be speaking to. Why don't you go talk to the person you need to be speaking to? He probably won't open up. He probably won't open up. He won't open up, actually. you th- He'll think that he's opened up. He's like that the cereal box or the a box when you go to open it up and it it tears back but then there's that brown layer right there and it's not it's open but it's not quite open you got to puncture it now with your finger run your hand down through it that that's what that's how it's going to be <laughs> all right so send them my way send the guy my I'll straighten them out send them my way um but that's a that's a problem that's a so I look at relationships and I dissect the relationships and I go, if this is not working, I don't want anything to do with these types of relationships.
You feel me? Hey, so we're done. I'm out. I love you. You're beautiful. Be the best and fuck the rest.